Hello, I am David Silber speaking for the Drisha Institute. We are presenting a series of podcasts on prayer and nigun, prayer and melody, focusing on the prayers of the high holidays of the Yamim Noraim. Each prayer of Yom Kippur, the five prayers, has its own mood, its own feel. The prayer, Mincha prayer, the afternoon prayer of Yom Kippur, that's a prayer that is briefer than the other prayers, but the prayer of Mincha actually is a very powerful prayer. The prayer of Mincha, the afternoon prayer, is a prayer that is attributed in the Talmud to Yitzchak, to Isaac, and it's a reflection of limitation. It's a sense of one's inadequacy. It's a sense of we have to try harder. The character of Isaac in the Torah is one who follows in his father's footsteps. He digs up the same wells that his father had dug. Isaac is a person, unlike his father Abraham, who reaches out to the world. Isaac is a person who stays within his own space, but his relationships with God and with his wife and with his father and with his mother are very deep. So the Mincha prayer is often, I believe, an overlooked prayer on Yom Kippur. Those who recite the penitential prayers for Mincha, those penitential prayers often reflect this feeling of Mincha, this sense of we have to try again. Everything we've done till now is insufficient. Let's listen to a tune, a Dveikus tune, which is reflective of this mood of Mincha as a time in which we are trying our best to move closer. Our musicians are Andy Statman on the clarinet, Laura Melnikoff on cello, Abai Steinmetz Silber on piano, and Jordan Hirsch on the trumpet.
And now we come to the final prayer of Yom Kippur, Ni'ila, the closing of the gates. When we introduce the penitential prayers of Ni'ila, we have the little poem, Petachu Shar Biet Ni'ila Shar, O God, open up, open the gates. At the time when the gates are closing, the day is fast departing. Kifona Yom. Yom Kippur is an opportunity. It's a gift. And at the end of the day, and we've had so many prayers, but there's a sense at the very end that there's still one more chance, still one more opportunity. And that's the prayer of Ni'ila. And only on Yom Kippur, in our practice today, the only time we add an extra prayer is Yom Kippur. So let's hear a Tveikut Nigun played as an introduction to the service of Ne'ila, this one last opportunity that we have to make all of these connections as the gates are closing. A nigun of devekut, a nigun of cleaving.
One of the prayers that we have repeated on Yom Kippur over and over again is the brief prayer, Chamol Amasecha. We ask God to have mercy on God's creations, Vitismach B'Masecha, and rejoice in your creations. But that prayer continues. And those that have faith in you, Chosecha, will say, Tukdash Adon Akom Masecha. O God, be sanctified over all your creations. And then the prayer continues, You have sanctified those that sanctify you. And how appropriate it is that you, O Holy God, are sanctified by the Holy Ones. And that's an idea that is central to Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, we imitate the angels. We see ourselves in a certain sense, we don't take this literally, of course, as, as potentially angelic beings. And the prayer, which speaks of the human being reflecting the angels, the angels praise God above, and we attempt to do the same below, is known as the Kedusha. On Yom Kippur, there's a special Kedusha that's recited in the afternoon service of Shabbat in the Musaf, and that's recited all the services of Yom Kippur. Na'eli Kadosh Pierre Mikadoshim. We see ourselves on Yom Kippur potentially as angelic beings. And that's part of this idea of repentance. What the human being is capable of in the positive sense. So, Chamoa Masecha, which is repeated over and over again, we want God to rejoice in us in the way we behave, but we want also to be able to transform ourselves to become holy ones who praise the Holy One. Let's hear yet another rendition of Chamo Amasecha, one of the central prayers of the Yom Kippur service.
The service of Yom Kippur has srichot, the request for forgiveness. And after the srichot service, we have the confessions, the vidui, the short confession, the long confession. In the Iwa, actually, in the concluding service, it's interesting, there is no long confession. There's a different kind of confession, which is more of a reflection on the human condition. Both the limitations of the human being, the ineptitude, and the foolishness, a focus on the many mistakes that we make, what is our wisdom, what's our understanding. And then, remarkably, but you have set the human being aside, and given us the ability and recognized our ability to stand before you. We introduce the confessions with a little poem that is typically sung, a joyous poem, which begins with the words, Ki anu amecha, we are your people. And that takes us back to what is the core biblical story lying behind Yom Kippur, the story of the golden calf. You recall the story of the golden calf. Moshe is on top of the mountain about to receive the tablets, the covenantal tablets, when God informs Moshe in God's words, Shichet amcha, your people have corrupted themselves. And God is very angry, and God says to Moshe, maybe I'll start over again. Maybe I'll build a nation out of you. Forget them. Your people, Amcha, your people have corrupted themselves. And Moshe then entreats God. And Moshe entreated the God, which is the typical reading for all fast days except Yom Kippur. And God said, uh, Moshe says to God, Why are you angry with your people? They're your people. At the end of this conversation, God relented of the evil which God had planned to do to God's people. That's Moshe's argument. These are your people. So we begin our confessions on Yom Kippur with the poem, Ki anu amecha viata eloheinu. We are your people. Remind God of the fact that we are your people. That was Moshe's argument after the golden calf. At the end of the golden calf episode, God revealed God's attributes of mercy to Moshe, which is the core prayer of Yom Kippur. So we begin with Anu Amecha. That's how we start our confessions. Let's hear Ki Anu Amecha. Anigun written for the words Ki Anu Amecha, played by uh, Laura and Abai, a duet. Anu Amecha, we are your people, you are our God.
Now let's hear another rendition of Ki Anu Amecha. The first was coming out of Chabad. The second is coming out of Majitz. Let's listen to Ki Anu Amecha. This is a Majitz Nigun played by Andy Statman. Now we come to the conclusion of the Yom Kippur service. It ends with Kaddish, as do all our services. And the Kaddish is a proclamation about God. It begins with the words, It's a hope and aspiration, a prayer, that one day God's kingship will be realized. And that's been the theme of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, of the Yamim Noraim. It's about God the King. God the King who judges, God the King who is present, God the King who sits on the throne of mercy and forgives. An appropriate ending to the Yamim Noraim. So let's hear the Kaddish, a nigun for the Kaddish, out of the world of Majitz, played by Andy Statman.
This is David Silber on behalf of Drisha Institute. Thank you for listening. We hope to uh, be able to serve you in the future as well. These six episodes have focused on the prayers of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. We have given a taste of the world of Nigun, which comes out of the Hasidic world, which we feel can inform our prayer, help us interpret the prayer, add additional meaning. Thank you for participating, and I wish all of you a Shana Tova, a good year.